Whoa. You, did you spill something there? You nothing, spilled. nothing, nothing. We're good. We're, We're good. good. All We're the delicious beverage is, is in place. The beverage is safe. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else is safe? Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Pixel It. Do you know what is really weird? I actually expected the theme song to just kick in. <laughs> I was like, where's the theme song? It's very quiet. Uh... <laughs> It's what are you talking about? It's playing right now. It's, it's, it's playing. Oh, there it is. I was not listening. Some these this damn cheap set of headphones. Uh, so, hey there, everybody. My name is Kevin alongside Phil, as always. And today we are diving into a brand new Halo book by William C. Dietz called the flood the flood look at that. i i don't know if that's going to record you, backwards you always get you get like the trade i get i get like the the shitty beat up yeah, trade and I you like get a, the nice i like a i like a good looking book i like yeah. i like to i like to keep it ne- it's like ooh this is sexy um it looks good it looks good it on looks the shelf. good as as master chief is is being consumed by tentacles by tentacles this is our first um book that it, this is our first uh, in a series. Oh, what is, how, do, how do you even put this? This is our first book that we've read the second. Yeah, in a franchise. it's our it's our yeah it's our first double dip in a franchise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it makes sense because you people loved people our love first Halo. Halo one. Let's let's be honest. People love the extended wor- world of Halo. I think, or they love to hate it. I don't know. I mean, we haven't really heard. One way or the other, I think people. I think people like it. People uh, seem to like people it. People seem they, to like they, it. Yeah, it was. It was our most popular it's, episode. Oh yeah the the first episode of our Halo series is our most popular episode. By yeah, far. Of, of last year. So and now and and, it, and happy New Year, everybody. Oh, happy New Year! Um, it's officially twenty twenty two. Yes, yes, actually, yes. It, it is officially twenty twenty two. It will have been twenty twenty two for a couple of weeks, I believe, when this episode goes out. Oh yeah, good point. We because because we just thing. we just came off of uh, uh, World of Power Mega Man Two with Scott Dicewander. Right. I hope I hope you all enjoyed that that special treat. That's a um, that's a guest we've we've wanted we've wanted to hang. Yeah, out we've been Scott wanting minute, we've so. been wanting Scott on the show for a while, and I think we found uh, found a nice way to have him on. But Absolutely, Mega Man is Mega Man's basically a Spartan, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, it's that's he's. <laughs> He's just more modular, you know. You yeah, you can take him apart. Him with, you can put him yeah. in. A, you can put him in a box. He doesn't need cryo storage. No, exactly. He's just. <laughs> he just. I mean, he he blinks into a little ball or beam of light <laughs> when he enters and leaves. So yeah. Theoretically, he could just. You could. He could probably. He could probably fit into any little storage space you need. Yeah. That's what those little E canisters are. Yeah. It's it's failed Mega Man. <laughs> That's his energy it, is it, it drains their life force. <laughs> drinking the essence of his failed brethren. His failed brethren. Oh, oh, where's that fan fiction? <laughs> Holy shit. As he approaches the E container, you could hear it whispering, kill me. <laughs> Mega Man stared at the E blinking off and on, off and on. I will, he said. <laughs> Crack. Like just like a like a like a like a can of coke. <laughs> I was hoping I had an unopened can of water, but oh, I don't. <laughs> not this time. Not this time. 
Uh, what's, your, what's, your, what's your tasty beverage today? Um, it is a Good and Gather, which is the Target brand, I believe, um, uh, bubbly water, and it's uh. cranberry citrus. Uh, cran- Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, it doesn't taste like cranberry or citrus. It just tastes like bubbly water. But you know, okay, well, there's that at least. It's fun to imagine. It, it's, <laughs> this is like the 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 flavor on a lot of these flavored bubbly waters is um is it's just it's like a it's like a it's like a writing prompt right yeah 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 <laughs> it's like when you're just trying to imagine uh what it should taste like It'd be like well as a suggestion we say uh, cranberry citrus yeah and if you don't like that try tobacco plum <laughs> Get in there. Get get your creative juices flowing. Why not? Why not? Why not? So, um, Halo. Halo. The the flood of reach. Um, the flood of reach. Yeah. <laughs> and this and this is the first one that actually this is based on the first Halo. This game. is based on the first Halo game. And, Combat evolved. And with the exception of some scenes of dialogue with. Uh, with the covenant, which we'll get into it. It's pretty beat for beat the game. Yeah. Um, because yeah. the prologue starts with, uh, uh, with an officer, third class, Sam Marcus, don't get attached to him. <laughs> nope. Please don't. And, uh, I, I don't wait. I don't know, Kevin, based on how things went last time, we might need to make sure that he doesn't come back from the dead and is like a long standing well respected and appreciated yeah. character yeah yeah i'm we you know yeah our 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 foot was in our mouths collective mouths uh last time but uh fair to say um well uh, let's just talk about it basically yeah. um uh sam marcus we're getting all this backstory about sam marcus who is uh, he's a tech officer. He's he's got a wife who he hasn't seen in years, and he misses he's working her. On board the pillar he, of autumn. He misses. He's on the pillar of autumn. He misses her dearly, and um, basically, never a good sign. By the way, it's never a good sign. And don't miss your family. Don't miss your like family. These. Don't be that close to retirement either. Uh, no, <laughs> you're just. It's got. It's not going to end well for you. No, it's not. And uh, he gets a call. To go down to the the cryo stations and 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 unthaw uh, somebody, and he's he's basically says, "Is is it who I think it is?" Um, now we we don't get confirmation on who he thinks it is quite yet, uh, because we have a jump in scenery over to uh, a covenant character. Yeah, and this is the first time. Now, uh, now it, it bears uh, uh, pointing out that this book is not written by the same author as no. uh, The Fall of Reach. No. This particular book is written by William C. Dietz, who I, I, I tried briefly to look up information on that author, and I didn't, I, I didn't yeah. find anything. Um, but that might partially be because the book is filled at, to the brim at the end. With like where normally there would be an about the author section, section it's just filled with Halo ads, like <laughs> just like for toys and the next book and the games and and here's here's like collectible, frameable art and action figures, mega and constructs, whole, Halo, 
Yeah, and and it doesn't have. There is no about the author. There's no about the author. <laughs> Not in my copy. Like I feel really bad for Mister Deets here. Like yeah, I'm I'm checking. There's uh there's some appendices. Yeah. Um. There's nothing even on the back. <laughs> He's just all right. So Deets. Poor William yeah, C. Deets. So- we got it. It's a, it, it, so this is the first time this is our so this is our a new author on this franchise. And this is the first time because in uh, the fall of reach, we never heard from the covenant directly. Ah, they were ah, kind of this. Aha. Oh, you have something? I, have, I have an about the author section. <gasps> OK. All right. All right, what do you all got? right. Let, me, let me read this to you. William C. Dietz is a New York Times bestselling author of more than 50 novels. Whoa, this guy writes, uh, nice. including Halo, the Flood, Starcraft, Heaven's Devils. And Legion of the Damned series. Uh, okay. He grew up in the Seattle era, area, served as a medic with the Navy and the Marines, and graduated oh. from the University of Washington. Dietz worked as a surgical technician, a news writer, a college instructor, a television producer, and a director of public relations for an international telephone company prior to embarking on a full-time writing career. Good Lord. All right, well, there's, there's your... There's your- fucking theme ladies and gentlemen the moral of the story is never give up never give up uh there, it's there's nev- always t- it's never too late <laughs> there's always time to be a new, a new york times best-selling william author. c deets is like 10 careers deep in his life at this point <laughs> he's like the homer simpson of the real world that's crazy um and he's he was a he was a former military man um, now that's an interesting detail just based on you know, based on what we're looking at here yeah. on Halo, very military, very military. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's good. That's good to know. Good to know. Good to know. And he wrote a Starcraft book, which hey, we might have to circle back we might, around. We might, might see him to, again. Yeah, Who might knows? might see him again. Um, but uh, enough about William C. Dietz. We're going to be talking about him plenty as we discuss his writing. <laughs> True. Let's let's uh, talk about Orna Folsome. Fulsome, fulsome, fulsome. Um, but I, uh, I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce the covenant names. I'm just going to yeah. assume that they are pronounced the way they are spelled. Because yeah, we're going full phonetics. Here, we're going people. full phonetics, people. And if you have an issue with that, uh, you can email us at that's not how it's pronounced at proton.gmail.com. That's that's the only place bringing out bringing out the old fake email bit. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? It's a new year. It's time for the old jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so Folsomy is the he's called a shipmaster. It's basically the captain of the right. um, of the ship that is pursuing the Pillar of Autumn. Um, and this is this the um, does it say that this is the truth and consequence I assume it is, but I think so. I mean, that's it. Uh, uh, so far, as far as I've read, they haven't they haven't used that term. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's so. that's the ship that that Keys ends up on. But I, I'm not sure if this specific one is is the truth right. and consequence. Right. Um, but we get it. Basically, we get a, a little look into how the covenant hierarchy works. Uh, yeah, because he's the ship captain. Um, but he is outranked by a prophet who is on deck yeah. um, and is getting clergy cl- class. Yeah, basically this these religious types uh, and he gets an order countermanded. Basically, he's just like, yeah, just kill the pillar of autumn. Just blow it up. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and the and the prophet says no because they're within uh reach of Halo. Yeah. If a missile uh, if one uh, of their missiles misses uh the Pillar of Autumn, then they could destroy Halo inadvertently. Right. And and he sees it actually it's interesting because the prophet isn't really all that concerned. He actually even sees the ship's arrival as like an accident. That's mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't see anything sinister about it. And uh, for those of you, first off, if uh, if you guys if you haven't listened to uh, Halo: Fall of Reach, uh, you might you might it might be easier to understand where we're gonna go with this book if you listen to that first, right? Um, but all the same, yeah, this is they've just come out of. Uh, it's not uh what is it's, it uh, slipstream slip, uh, it's slip space i think slip space something like slippery that slippery space slippery space uh yeah and uh so yeah he gets he gets countermanded by you know essentially a bishop i guess <laughs> <laughs> like an archbishop or something <laughs> it would be frustrating if you were like if you were like an admiral and you know an archbishop was able to just like so belay that order it's like no no it's my boat <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing with my boat. Um, So he can't he can't fire on the Pillar of Autumn, which is. uh, God, that is man. The Covenant would have just they would have had an easy victory. He would have just. Yeah, this would have been a pamphlet. Uh, (laughs) It's interesting. And it's interesting because we the Covenant, I I think the Covenant uh, point of view that we're getting here, uh, it it. It's worth uh, focusing on a little because everything we know about the Covenant from the first book is based on the assumptions and the research of humanity. Right. And they're kind of assuming that the Covenant is like this religious sect that is uh, has been collecting races as they go, as they, you know, based on their abilities and strengths. And uh, and I think the interesting thing, because I didn't even know this, um, they point out the the the. prophet points out uh that the the halo itself wasn't made by the covenant it was it's made by ancients it's a, a race that they're not even aware of right um fully it's just, so it's been in in that area of space for god only knows how long right so it's very mysterious yes and spoopy. <laughs> um yeah and, and and also i think one of the things that's interesting is that there is a perception when we see the covenant from the characters um the human side is that the covenant is like this monolithic entity that is just they're they're coming to even though it's made by by, made up of all these different races they're it's like this the all these true rabid religious fanatics um And even in this first scene, you kind of get the sense of like, that's not really true. I mean, oh. like the 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 ship uh, master is like, yeah, he's a he's a believer, clearly uh, in the stuff, but he's still kind of annoyed that the prophet like, right. it's not like there's he's going to be. He's not like, yeah, oh, the- yeah, the prophet's the word of God or whatever. He's <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. He's annoyed. Yeah. He just. He, he, it's interesting. Yeah, there's there's more infighting and we'll see more of that as the book goes on uh, than we've been like led to believe. And I think that's kind of common when you have an enemy. It's real easy for you to treat it like they're all united against us. It's like, no, they're 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 fighting amongst themselves, too. Yeah, they have their own uh, issues. They're just pretty good at this part. That's all <laughs> right. Um, So basically, they the the 
they are going to board the ship. Uh, that yeah. is that is their new goal is to board the Pillar of Autumn. And that takes us to chapter one. Section one, chapter Section one, one chapter one. Um, basically, it starts right in the thick of it. The Pillar of Autumn is is under attack. It's getting immediately. S- immediately. It's getting slapped upside the head with some missiles uh, so that uh, the Covenant can begin to board. And um, we have uh, seen it starts right out with with keys. Mm-hmm. Um Keys and his crew on the deck, basically dealing with the, um, the basically the fighters, the the right. the, the the fighters swarming the ship and all yeah, that a little stuff. little skirmishes that jet it. planes, yeah, yeah, and and the, and Keys sees Halo for the first time. It's glorious, yeah, and immediately asks Cortana, "What the hell is that?" Cortana has no idea, which is. An unusual situation. Cortana rarely knows what things are. Uh, rarely no, doesn't terrib- know what things are. Um, I was about to say, she's terrible at her job. She's terrible like at her job. Said. She is the worst <laughs> AI in the world. Terrible AI. Uh, but you know she's- that AI that like wrote, you know, it consumed a thousand romance novels and then it spat out another one? That's it. That, that is more, that is far superior to Cortana's <laughs> abilities. She wishes she was writing romance novels. I'm sure she does. Um, <laughs> I mean, um, well, actually, yeah, in moments like these, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so, yeah, we get the measurements of the of of Halo and it's gigantic. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just a massive thing. They can see a hurricane on the like over one of the oceans on Halo. They, yeah. There's a, there's an actual hurricane, um, which is it's it's just remarkable to consider the size of of this structure. It was a really good detail. Yeah. It was a really neat detail. Yeah. Made me think of like the giant red spot on Jupiter. So, um, yeah, they basically Keys's decision is, yeah, we're we're going in. We're going to yeah. we're going to try to we're going to try to crash land on this bad boy. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, he's not he's not really count cuz Pillar of Autumn is being held together by like silly string and a prayer right now. <laughs> At this point, yeah, there's not Yeah, much. they are they are just isn't he so he's not he's like look probably not going to make it out with this ship intact yeah. so let's just pillar go for it. pillar of autumn is like um it wasn't even battle ready the last battle it wasn't even right. battle ready at reach right <laughs> and they got hit and hit again and yeah they're just hanging on by a thread uh, meanwhile uh mr marcus sam marcus our new favorite character who is going to oh. be a main character main character reoccurring character reoccurring character looking forward to seeing what they do with him in halo infinite um he uh, there's a lot of techno babble here but basically they're they're unsealing unsealing the hushed casket which is the code for unsealing uh master chief's cryostasis um and we get some we get some uh if you haven't read anything if you haven't played halo or read the fall of reach there's like a exposition dump here yeah just like the get get you up to speed the requisite get you up to speed on what a spartan is exposition who the spartans are what the world is why it's a big deal he's the last spartan and why that's shocking and all that good stuff this yeah this is this is just for those of you who haven't read the last book or played the game here's the deal here's what a spartan is yeah um 
And then speaking of Spartans, speaking of Spartans, uh, Johnny boy is having a dream. Yeah. Not of war for once. Yeah. He can, he can change. So yeah, he's, he's dreaming of a woman, uh, a woman that we kind of assume is his mother at first. And then she transforms into Dr. Halsey, who is the woman who is in charge of the Spartan project, uh, who made him who he is. And is kind of more of a mother to him than his actual mom. Uh, for the, for those of you playing the home game, they literally stole these children away from their family and replaced them with cloned versions of themselves. Yeah. Uh, the ultimate, like Irish legend, Fay changeling bullshit. <laughs> and the clone version of themselves was designed to die. It was. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's just, yeah, it's, 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 it's to which point you're just like, uh, at least if the kid dies, they've got some level of closure. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, my, I, my boy. Instead of the kid just disappearing and them never knowing what happened. So she's a real, real peach of a woman is, <laughs> I guess, what we're saying. That Dr. Halsey. Um, and here's another, there's another small exposition dump here. Yep. On uh, what we just talked about, the super soldier program. And uh, Halsey then becomes Cortana uh, standing and she's standing before what is basically described as like an enormous threat. There's this just this this cloud of evil coming his way. Uh, But he himself in his dream is a powerless child. Yeah. Who just can't do it. And Kevin, do you have these dreams? Do you have the dream where you're in a fight? But when you go to hit them. It's like you're punching through water and you can only like kind of gently tap them on the face. No, most of my dreams involve my teeth falling out. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 I got that. got those two. Yeah. And then my and then I don't take care of my teeth and they actually start falling out. So, well, yeah, that's that's the the down the downside <laughs> is the dream sort slowly becomes reality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a real bummer. Um, so when he. Uh, oh, and then and then we, he wakes up and I liked this because when we were reading through uh, Fall of Reach, I actually played through the first Halo game. And what happens is he wakes up, he gets thought out and you essentially get uh, walked through in the book, the tutorial yeah. section <laughs> of the game. I got to check the like, diagnostics. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Could you look left, please? Now, could you look right? And you're like, turn your thumbstick to the left to look left you know and just it's 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 basically that whole thing and then and this is for those of us who are supplementing our reading with the audiobook and kevin i think you know exactly what i'm about to bring up here majolnir <laughs> so i had read i had read like the first 60 or so pages just on myself uh by myself with it with the book and then i um <laughs> I was doing some cleaning yesterday and I threw on the audiobook to to uh, catch up a little bit and um <laughs> it just got up. It was like and and the Spartan was standing in his Majolnir battle armor, like oh yep. never change, never change and, and Halo we, audio. I was book wondering <laughs> after the first I was like, you know, it's a different author. I don't I didn't check to see who the it's narrator is. Same narrator. Is. Okay, then there you go. Yeah, it's the same guy. Yeah, I recognize so. right away. <laughs> We got Majolnir armor. Great. <laughs> and then just like in the game, as soon as your tutorial is basically over, Covenant incoming, 
the shit hits the, the fan shit and hits they've the got to go find There's him. fire and blasts everywhere. Explosions. And, and then, oh, poor Sam. Oh, poor Sam. Poor yeah, Sam. So, so we've got <laughs> the final moment. Sam's trying to protect Master Chief because Master Chief doesn't have any weapons, even though a, a, a weaponless Spartan has got to be worth like 50 regular humans. So I don't know. But Sam is blasted by a Covenant elite. Um, and he's and it, like he loses this picture of his wife and he's like reaching out, trying in his final moments, trying to get the picture <laughs> of his wife. It's it's the most tropey. He's just trying to get the picture and die holding the picture of his wife. Right. He oh, doesn't God. even get he, that, though. No, no, <laughs> he doesn't even get that before the elite like sees what he's doing and just blows him away. And it, it is it's really sad. I will say there are there are more than a few moments in this book, and I don't know what it is, uh, but there are more than a few moments that kind of a nameless grunt or a character who are only we only know for like five pages dies. And the way Dietz writes is effective enough that I just go, oh, oh. it's a real it's a real shame. Uh, it's it's just That's it's a just, bummer. It's it's written uh, uh, not graphically necessarily, but. I don't know. There's there's something about it that it's it it, it does it does hit you in the feels just a little bit. <laughs> he gets his even head. though this moment you might it, it was it, you could have you could have him, had him say I was only three days away from retirement and it would be more subtle than this trophy then, moment. Then uh, yeah, he grabs the photo and Jesus Lee is blowing up messenger. Um, of course he is. <laughs> this is why I put mine to the side. <laughs> Put it to the side. We're popular people, Kevin. We're popular people. Get used to people. that shit. People um, want to get in touch with us. People want to get in times. touch with us all the time. Uh, because we can give them things. Exactly. Because we're powerful people. Yes. Um, so <laughs> Sam, uh, R.A.P. Sam, uh, yep. lost Goodbye, his head Sam. via plasma rifle um, to, to to the head. It's it's no gone. Way to go. It's it's yeah. definitely gone. There would just be like a neck there. Yeah. And oh yeah, there would be yeah, just sizzling, sizzling. And then, Sizzling. and then the photo still just out of reach. Right, um, right. The elite would have put it back down, just like he steps sticks, on it and steps on the it. Photograph stip, sticks to his foot like toilet paper on the way out the bathroom. Just <laughs> further marring it, and then it, that, it cuts to Sam's wife. That elite, she's fucking the and, mailman. And, <laughs> and that elite, he has, he has the he, he the the photo remains on his boot. Um, he goes down to he's on Halo now and yeah. he's like just walking around and it's just it's just on his boot. And then the it, whole time, the whole time, the whole encounter down on Halo. He's you know, he's in he's in battle. He's just he's living. Yeah. He's fighting with Marines and the ODST uh, and he's got this. And then somebody's like a grunt is like, hey, what's that? Is that toilet paper on your on your boot? And he kills the grunt and then he's brought up for court martial all because he stepped on this guy's. <laughs> wife's oh, yeah. photo yeah and then and then he finally you know finally actually sees the picture stuck to his foot after he's court-martialed and he goes oh i got I owe that guy an apology too late now and freeze frame and the credits roll <laughs> and then credits roll and you hear i'm all right <laughs> <laughs> tune in tomorrow for the new episode of full covenant <laughs> so uh. 
Master Chief has got to get to the bridge. That is his only, that's the really the only thing he can think of to do at this point. It's chaos. He can't just like charge it's in. chaos. He's, he's got no guns. Too valuable. So we get lots of, it's lots of explosions and shooting time. He is, he is running on the ceiling at this point. Yeah. 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 So eventually, uh, after several fights, uh, we get, we're going to do this a lot. And uh, those of you who remember, uh, the first Halo uh, uh, book. This one's a little more actiony. <laughs> yeah. So we're just gonna, we're not going to. We're just going to go. We're not fast going to right give through. you the play by play. Yeah. Uh, unless it, unless some sort of emotional beat happens sure. in the middle of unless the fight. Unless somebody loses a photograph of their wife or mother. <laughs> well, we're, we're not wearing. We spend ten minutes right uh, <laughs> speculating speculating on, on the future the of that photograph. Um, yeah. So, but Master Chief eventually finds keys and he gets, he gets the dish. Uh, they're going to abandon the Pillar of Autumn uh, while keys, that try, everyone's just going to, you know, fuck off and get in the, the uh, uh, escape pods and lifeboats and everything straight down. And keys is going to attempt to land this monstrosity <laughs> on the halo. <laughs> Which is insane. That's a terrible and idea. I, and I'm loving it. We missed you, Keys. You Welcome back. We missed you, you, you lunatic. You, yeah, you beautiful, stupid son of a bitch. He doesn't end Go up. Go smoke that pipe. Yeah, he doesn't end up. Uh, he actually doesn't do that. Do it. Somebody else does. No. But he, no, he evacuates but because he's too important. Um, he's an important guy. Um, so Master Chief's main goal is he's got to uh, protect Cortana. Because Cortana's got all yeah. the information. She's got the location of Earth. Yeah, uh, that's very pointed. So he's got to protect her at all costs. Yep. Uh, and he gets he has to get out. Basically, his yeah, order is yeah. get off the ship, get down to the this ring world that they are. Exactly. Um, so he gets armed and kills his way towards the lifeboat. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, um, meanwhile, we got a new um, we got a, a new character, a new covenant character. Yeah. Isna Nosoli. Um, I'm sure we'll be here for a long, very long, long time. time. Um, they are um, okay. He he he's a he and he is invisible. He has an yes. He has an invisibility cloak on, and he is just hanging out, just watching the battle. Um, because yeah, the goal for Isna is to to uh, to spy, not fight. Yes. Um, they decided uh, basically to. The Covenant has de had decided at some point to just insert these invisible soldiers um, into battle who are not engaging just to just to get data on, on what's mm -hmm. going on. Um, and Isna is that's the role is Osuna. 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 Um, mm -hmm. And uh, he's he doesn't like the job because he would rather no. be killing humans, but he's doing his job anyway. Yeah, he, the way he sees it is the sooner I get this shit done, the sooner I'll be able to get back in the infantry and, and kill humans. Yeah. Um, Master Chief continues killing his way through the boat. There's some uh, cattiness between him and Cortana. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love Classic. It. Classic. Um, and uh, yeah, basically it's... Um, uh, let's see. Cortana started to reply, but ba, 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 ba. Um, they we get more uh, marine action. We get more marine action. We see uh, we see foe hammer. Uh, oh yeah, we we meet our pilot foe hammer. We meet the pilot foe hammer. Um, who just just a just a 
badass she, nickname. She by gets the way. she gets introduced. The first time you see her is her uh, her waiting for a grunt to round the corner and shooting it in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, pretty good introduction. <laughs> it goes to show you, like we're gonna we are gonna get you know so much of the last book was about uh not just master chief but the whole process of becoming a spartan and so anytime we saw humans and like mortal men if you will yeah uh it was mostly just to kind of exhibit how weak they are compared to god i'm just knocking everything over uh how weak they are compared to these spartans unless it's someone like keys or halsey or something right uh that starts to kind of shift uh, in this book. We're going to we're going to get a lot uh, closer to the pilots, to the ODSTs, all kinds of fun shit. Yeah. So this is our this is one of our first moments. Yeah. That, when really neat, because at this point, Master Chief is the uh, only Spartan left, maybe. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you need some other human characters <laughs> other than yeah, Spartans yeah, exactly. at this point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh we get a grunt <laughs> we get introduced to a new grunt character the the name is yeah yap <laughs> will will die for yeah yap confirmed <laughs> do not pass go do not collect 200 yeah yap becomes my favorite character in the book mine too he is i love yeah yeah so like, every scene he's in and you know spoiler we'll get to it but every scene he's in going forward is basically just him being like oh do i have to <laughs> right it's brilliant because yeah yeah for those of you who have played halo yeah yeah's a grunt one of those little tiny things that they they'll throw a grenade at you but if you get too close they just run away screaming <laughs> and so yeah and so this is our our opportunity to get in the head of one of these things and God, he does a great job with it. He does a really, really good job with it. Yeah. It is so funny. <laughs> so Yayap yeah, yeah, is I, I don't want anything to happen to Yayap. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't as far either. As I've read so far. Um, so basically, uh, <laughs> they realize basically somebody dies um, yeah. in their little squad. Yeah, there's a massacre. Of there's grunts. a massacre of grunts and Yayap yeah, yeah, and uh, and his his cohort are like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, we could just pretend we're taking the bodies off the ship and that's yeah. and and we'll, we can leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, they find they find an elite like in the in this pile of dead grunts. Yeah. And uh, and like we learn that the grunts are no big surprise near the bottom of the cast system. Right. There. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. They they see the, the wounded elite guy and they're like, hey, hey, this is our job now. Let's let's take this wounded guy elite back onto the right. ship. And then they then they won't they won't send us back to fight because we're like we're heroes now, right. which you know what? Not a terrible idea. Not a terrible like, idea. Yeah, yeah. Not a terrible idea. His, his, we're protecting an officer. We can't we can't fight. His entire goal is to just get out of fighting. I I respect it. I understand it. Um, and then we get the ODSTs. Yeah, we get. I I wanted a closer look at these these wonderful people. Yeah, because they uh, are. Um, they are lunatics for the most part. Well, yeah, they're just they're they're space marines. They're 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 space marines from uh, from the aliens universe for all intents and purposes. Basically, just full of bravado. They're basically insane. Um, uh, yeah, we get and so they're getting they're getting like the the grand like uh, drill sergeant speech of like we're gonna go down there and fuck some people up. Yeah, you know and. 
and we get their uh, their their battle cry. Uh, the uh, the he says, uh, "How will you leave?" And they say, "We go feet first, sir." <laughs> which i love i love yeah so um basically they they have these um the reason why they become known as hell jumpers is because they have these they're called hevs human entry vehicles it's basically a glorified uh it's like a missile they they just yeah they just go into a missile and they just get dropped onto the the surface of the planet the problem with the HEV is that the skin of the HEV peels away as it's entering the atmosphere. And apparently it can get so hot in the HEV, like that's how they lose a lot of their ODSTs is just from being cooked alive right. <laughs> in these capsules as they as they land. Um, thus hell jumpers. Thus hell jumpers. And it's an t- entirely volunteer like group of group of Marines, like they will, which you would have to be. <laughs> and the fact that they keep so well stocked yeah. is both amazing. And when you think about it, all not all that amazing yeah. at the same time, you're like, no, I mean, it's not, I've known some grunts. It's not unlike the, um, it makes me think of like the paratroopers from world war two. If you think yeah. if you, if you've ever seen like band of brothers, right. Basically yeah. their entire job was, um, they, is, they they par they parachuted into Normandy right mm-hmm. when and that's how they, they they got in initially but their entire gig was they did it over and over again they were constantly being dropped from planes um, into new areas to take them and that's yeah. and like that there were there was always a chance they were going to lose a couple people just on the drop um, oh, and that's yeah. basically what yeah. the ODSTs are. Yeah, my my dad was a paratrooper. Oh wow! And, and, yeah, and uh, he, he and uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he would tell me stories about especially World War Two. You would get hung up uh, in a tree or something like if 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 a unexpected breeze hit, you're you're in the forest and you had to cut your way out of there because it'd be real easy for a Nazi just to come by and shoot you while you're hanging up in the in the tree. Yeah, um, and a lot of I've I've started noticing uh, it it getting popular uh in certain uh communities i found but there was a there's a song that they sing that paratroopers sing it's to the battle hymn of the republic and uh to the tune of the battle hymn of republic and it's called blood upon the risers and it's about a guy who's a paratrooper who jumps out of the plane on a regular standard drop and uh his his chute will not open the reserve will not open and as the lyrics go they poured him from his helmet and they poured him from his boots (laughs) And uh, and it's a really funny, morbid song. And this is a song that Paratrooper, the 82nd Airborne, sings this song. Uh, It just tells you the attitude, just the the absolute gallows humor uh, that goes with this kind of thing. I I have to believe that that's a lot of what the ODSTs are based on. Yeah, It's it's amazing. It's being an army brat is 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 it is it just it's fascinating for so many different reasons. A lot of uh, you meet a lot of interesting people. Oh, yes, you do. You absolutely do. So um, um, basically, uh, we get another we get another segment with Master Chief and he's fighting. Yeah, he's killing his way. He to the lifeboat. continues to he continues to kill his way to the lifeboat. Um, and uh, he basically um yeah he gets he gets to the lifeboat and they're able to take off and 
And uh, there's uh, he like there's one Marine. He grabs the Marine and throws him in the lifeboat, just like Mm -hmm. right as the door is closing. And the section ends with one of the Marines saying, this duty station really sucks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I thought of? Again, I bring it up again. I maybe think of Hudson in Aliens like, yeah. How can I get out of this chicken shit outfit? Like, just what a great. Like, that dude's going to be seeing game over, man. Game over any day now. And uh, yeah, basically, they're going down. Faux hammers flying down in a pelican. And it cuts to Keys, who's taking the Pillar of Autumn into the atmosphere of Halo. Yeah. Which is crazy. Again, that's just it's just. It's bananas. It's it's bananas. Just the sheer size of this thing. Um, It's like it's not it's not designed for this. Like it's it's no. Basically, these ships are being uh, constructed. These ships are constructed out in space. Like they don't they don't build them for like this this atmospheric. (laughs) They don't go into the atmosphere of Earth unless shit has gone completely sideways and shit has gone completely sideways yeah absolutely and we find out that not only is keys aboard the pillar of autumn but uh we get we get another look at our friend isna nosoli in camo on board and he and it's kind of funny uh, and this plays into things later he he says that I, he never calls him keys specifically but he says this guy just one of the soldiers one of the or one of the one of the people on board just looked at him and then looked away as if he wasn't there. Uh, and it's basically him saying, okay, good. The camouflage is working. Right, he he right. looked right where I was. And, but then he looked away. Yeah. So, and, uh, I'm probably fine. So no, so Lee picks out, he goes, uh, based on the manner in which the other humans interacted with him, no, so Lee felt certain that the man named keys with a lot of Z's held a position, held a position of shipmaster, a valuable prize. Indeed. Yeah, um, so he's plotting on uh, kidnapping. So he's somehow. he's basically just going to follow Keys around, see what happens. Um, yeah, yeah. And then uh, basically everybody starts leaving the bridge, and Nosuli uh, starts following, and Keys is like, "Yeah, all right, everybody's left." Basically, the command crew of the ship, uh, Keys mm-hmm. plus Hikawa, and and uh, some of our other favorites from uh, from Fall of Reach are yeah. are okay. still um, still along with him, and they they. They double time it onto the boat. Um, <laughs> so basically, they're on they're on the they're on the the drop ship. They're on the 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 lifeboat, and yep. and Keys finally notices the shimmer of the the cloaking device. So he grabs the gun <laughs> a, a gun from a marine and shoots. <laughs> no, so <Yeah>. late. <laughs> He's very casually like goes. Can I borrow your gun? And the guy's like, yeah, sure. He's like, is it loaded? Yeah, it's loaded. Sure, sure. Yeah, and, he, and he just blows this thing away. <laughs> and, and and just, and then literally, what does he say? He he hands it back to the guy and goes, it's a good gun. It, it does pack a punch. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, everybody on the li- lifeboat is just presumably just silent with horror. Uh, yeah. They never did. Do they say that he notices the shimmer? Because I didn't notice any reason for him to notice. Yeah. So I presumed that's what it was. He frowned as if looking for something, then waited for the boat to clear. He leaned forward. um, uh, Yeah. It doesn't say specifically, 
that he yeah. notices anything. Um, but basically, <laughs> um, yeah. And then, then, uh, no, uh, the third slug from the top of the clip passed through the slit in no, helmet and blew his brains out the back of his skull and freed him from the tyranny of physical reality. <laughs> what a good, what a good description that was, by the way, that's terrific. That is solid. Well done deets. Like, it is terrific. Now, and I'll tell you what, it's a good thing because Keyes was going to have to get him, was going to get him one time or another. And the, the it's basically because the first thing I thought of when No So League followed them is everyone's strapping in. They're like strapping in because they're going to be going through an atmosphere right. in the lifeboat. So I was like, well, at some point, presumably this alien's going to be like the tooth in a rattle can. <laughs> Just dancing around in there. Like, they're gonna figure it out. Yeah. Like so, kind of. He kind of did him a favor. Like it was either get shot in the head or get like turned into mush by centrifugal forces. Like yeah. Just, it was. I don't know what his plan was, but he's not a very good spy. No. So they. I think Covenant. They they got a little stronger that day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not not very. He didn't want to do the job, and then he did the job poorly. Right, exactly. Which, you know what? That's a great way to get out of doing the job, but maybe not in the way you'd like. Yeah. So the ODSTs are dropping um, and we get introduced to uh, Wellesley, who... Wellesley. What an interesting character this one. If you can even call Wellesley that character. He believes he is actually um, the dude. He believes he's the Duke of Wellington. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the AI. The, AI, the AI literally for... believes he is the Duke of Wellington. <laughs> so every now and then they'll like they'll be they'll be running into something and they'll go, oh, it makes me think of the time that uh, I was fighting against Napoleon and blah blah blah. And the and the sergeant has to go. That didn't happen to you. <laughs> like, stop it. That's stop. Just stop. Uh, <laughs> it's it's pretty great. We do get treated in this scene to a moment of uh, what happens when the shoot fails. Yes, uh, so to speak. One of the one of the ODST troopers gets just melted, essentially. Yeah, on the way down, and they all get to listen to her scream. Yes, that is. Uh, it's a bummer. Um, it's another. It's an. That's it, what I'm talking about. Like Dietz will like write these moments with a character that you are are not acquainted with in any way. And you'll go, oh, Ugh. God, that's just like the first shoot it, failed. And it, they, yeah. they make a man. He makes a mention that the backup shoot actually worked, but it was too late because yeah. the like, I guess the acceleration was way too high. And just, yeah, yeah, they, was, uh, it was, they used the phrase dug her own grave. Right. Just <laughs> boom, right in, <laughs> right into the right ground. In. No, bur no burial necessary. Yep. Just already so. in it, already in the coffin. Right, exactly. It's 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 very convenient when you think of it. Yeah. Uh, so Master Chief is following close behind them, and a, a real real coming in for another bumpy landing. Yeah, here. They, they have a bumpy landing, and whoops, everybody's dead. Um, everybody's dead. He's like, oh man, uh, he doesn't think about it, but he's like, well, maybe if I'd let that that marine get into a different lifeboat, the one that he threw into. Right. <laughs> I really didn't need to grab that guy and force him to join me. I seem to be cursed from the get-go. So the ship lands in basically the way that uh, you land in the game Halo. Um, the the opening moment, you're exiting the lifeboat and everybody else is dead in it. Uh, yeah, yep. yeah, they're they're dead. Um, yep. And 
um, this opening, these opening moments, it's literally the first Halo bound mission with yeah. right down to Cortana being like, let's get head for the hills. There's a drop ship inbound. Right. Yada, yada, yada. I, I yeah, it, it's and it, there is an interesting moment here that I will say he gets attacked by Covenant basically immediately. Uh, some elite and a crowd of grunts takes them all out, but they they kind of get the drop on him, and yeah. uh, he's surprised and he realizes that the reason that they were able to flank him is because he's still thinking in terms of fighting as part of a team. Yes, uh, and and all it's a sad moment because he you know he, he kind of is reminded that all of his Spartan brethren are gone. Right, so he has to recalibrate his combat style basically yeah he is he is a army of one now instead of an army yeah, exactly. of whatever the it was like a four-man unit that the spartans used to work in uh right right <laughs> but they're all dead maybe um maybe 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 anyway he kills a bunch of them and it is pages upon pages of yeah, just, it is a lot of yeah, and again, it's just we're not a gonna, lot of he shoots the shooty thing. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's, it's good stuff, it's good guys. Stuff, and and if you're missing that, then I, I found my copy on eBay for four bucks. Get yourself get a yourself copy. a copy. Uh, so far, so good. No, no. <laughs> other than the, the, the teammate thing, there's no uh, there's no real uh, you're not missing anything. Uh, yeah, emotionally better, yeah, better yet. Listen to this podcast while you're playing the game. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. How meta is that? Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. We like the meta. Pretty good. Not are not you, Facebook. Meta. What are you doing now? Are you killing grunts right now? Are you shooting are you? a little tube that they and then it's going and they're going. Aah! Your uncles are proud of you. <laughs> We're super proud of you We're being a murderer. Super proud. Super super proud. proud of you, grunt murderer. You crazy. We love you too. We love you too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Keys is uh, his lifeboat uh, goes down with a kind of no issues, relatively speaking, compared to everybody else. I'm sure the inside, I'm sure it got awkward. Yeah. Uh, now there's just like a dead body going. Blah, 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 right. Blah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hovering and like, like probably like think about the last time you were on a Gravitron at the <laughs> fucking carnival. Just <laughs> up against the roof and then down on the floor. I just imagine it's like it just being liquefied and like just right. blood getting it's, everywhere. Just everyone's. Yeah. The, the lifeboat opens up. Everyone walks out. They are covered in like blue <laughs> alien blood. Just. No one's speaking. They're all staring into the middle distance. Oh, God. Keys wants to know who's hungry. So it's it's Ensign Lovell who piloted it down. And Lovell was the guy from the Fall of Reach who he was on that space station. And he's like, ah, I'm I'm fine doing it. Just hanging out here. And then yeah. Keys is like, he, he, I want you. Right. He kind of it was just bored in his in his uh, section. He accidentally found uh basically the the evidence of the covenant coming for them yep. and keys went i want that layabout on my team and he got him and uh he's he's doing good he's doing good we're proud we're of proud him. of him um so uh and that cuts back to the uh the hell jumpers most of them make it out alive they're all relatively close to the homing beacon which is about all you can expect all you can hope for uh we're given uh an introduction to a few of the Elites, uh, elites. Not uh, that's the wrong word for it, but a few characters with names. Yeah, let's Melissa just McKay, say. who is the lieutenant, um, mm-hmm. basically uh, Silva's right hand woman, um, right, and uh, Silva, who Major Silva, who is the uh, commander of the 
He's well, he's the commander of the Hell Jumpers, but I get the feeling he's kind of like over all of the um the 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 marine he he would he would yeah. oversee all of the marines uh he's upper level brass yeah. uh on some level yeah, yeah. but he is also um, an odst um yeah and uh and they they determined that basically what they got to do is there's a base nearby on a butte they got to take that hill they got to take the hill and if they can take the hill then they can they can set up a base and they can hold off incoming covenant forces but for the time, they're kind of sitting ducks. You know what I I I, I think of like, um, I'm reading this and I think of like the Battle of Gettysburg, you know, which mm-hmm. was which was centered around um, basically the Confederacy trying desperately uh, at one point to to take a hill, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, little round top, like they 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 needed to get that hill and they never could. Um, no. But yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff that like war legends are based around. The fact that def- it's always better to be on the defense. Yeah, it's just always better. Uh, and and if you're on a hill, even better. If you're if you're uh, able to you know, have a good defensible position, you're in good shape. Yeah, well, it, it's like where the story of like uh, the, the story here from the Pacific Theater of World War II all the time is how the Japanese were these amazing jungle fighters. You know, they just knew the jungle of these islands, all these tiny little islands, you know, right. and uh, and they just knew them backwards and forwards. That wasn't true. It's just they were on the defense. Right. And because most of the most of the conscripted Japanese soldiers were from like urban areas. Right. You know, so they, they just but the Americans, you know, were on the offensive and they were just kind of marveling at how well the Japanese yeah, defended themselves. Like the, and that's that's mostly what it that's was. Basically what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So oh, we're we're back with my favorite character, Kevin. We are back with your favorite character. Is it Yayap? Yayap! 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 Yayap lives. Yayap lives. Uh, <laughs> Boomer lives. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got to make Yayap lives t-shirts. Um, he is now being pulled in to be this elite's assistant. <laughs> yeah oh it's amazing it's like a comedy of errors for yaya he's like they couldn't have set him up to be disappointed better because like they they reward him like they they succeed they get the elite in there he's 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 doing okay and they reward yaya and his friend with like this comfy sleeping quarters yeah you know so he's just curled up into a little ball just comfy cozy (laughs) it just 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 doing real good and all of a sudden, his buddy, like, wakes him up. And the elite that they saved, whose name is, all right, tell me if I got this right, Zuka Zamami. Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> check, check the Covenant Dictionary. Uh, and he's woken up. And here, I, I actually saved this part because it made me happy. Uh, and he wants to show uh, uh, Yaya his appreciation uh, with a couple of gigantic quotation marks around that. Uh, to show my appreciation, I've had you transferred. Yayup liked the nominally sleepy unit to which he was attached and had no desire to leave it. Transferred, Commander? To what unit? Why, to my unit, the elite replied, as if nothing could be more natural. My assistant was killed as we boarded the human ship. You will take his place. <laughs> so Yayup basically fucks himself over because nobody likes a clever bastard. No. And 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 what does and what does the elite inform him? 
oh, their mission, they got to take out the Master Chief. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not only has it would be bad enough if he was just hanging out with this combat ready elite, but he's also going after the most dangerous person in the human this army. This is basically, yeah, yeah, is trying to fail yes. downward and he somehow failed upward. <laughs> He is a dig up stupid like it is just he is succeeding at digging up somehow. It's amazing. I love. Yeah, yep. He is just his plot line. I tell you what, I would write a a like this is the like, inspirational. This is the kind of thing you want to read in like an anthology of a franchise yeah. or something. Like if you're reading like D&D anthology and you get a story of like just some lowly goblin or something like that. <laughs> Who's trying to avoid the adventurers, the main party at all costs because he knows he's only worth a quarter of a challenge rating yeah. and he's fucked. And somehow he keeps running into them. Like this is I this is basically I that. love Yaya. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Um, so we uh uh we jump over to McKay and uh and her group and uh they're they're basically still just kind of figuring out how they're going to take the butte. Um, yeah, yeah, they're 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 coming up with plans. They're coming up with plans and backup plans and yeah. And and we forgot to mention before when they landed, uh, they actually got spotted by a couple of elites on. Uh, are they called ghosts? The little the little shippies, bikes. the bikes. Yeah. That they, yeah, I think so. Uh, I think they're ghosts, but they they spot them and they run off. And basically, we're finding out what they ran off for. Uh, they're about to get charged, essentially, by Covenant Cavalry. Yeah, and it gets really into the uh, the the war games here. We we're we're t- oh, we're time. talking like company companies B and C are gonna have to hold here, and A and D and 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 yeah. Wellesley and we, is and like, we, and we get some ancient Roman uh, 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 battle tactics here. We get the uh, the Spartan kind of like is legionary infantry square. Yeah. Because they're getting charged, so they build up this. They they form this square that's historically really effective against horses and cavalry. Yeah. they they use alternating fire um, basically to because the it's something like the the rockets that they're using only have two shots, so it's so it's right. like they they're they're alternating the fire of their rocket launchers, so it's a continuous stream of, right. of rockets. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a nice little battle, and uh, the 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 Marines, the Helljumpers, are ultimately victorious. Um, yeah. The there is a I think is there I think there's a brief moment from the point of view of of one of the elites, um, or that might be in the next chapter. Uh, that might be in the next I think chapter. that might be in the next chapter. Yeah. Um, so they they yeah they take some casualties, they take some hits. Uh, but they are successful in holding them off, and uh, they're they're trying. Silva's trying to uh, has appeared to have come up with a plan, yeah, uh, for taking the butte. And as the chapter ends, is speculating uh, mentally on whether or not this plan is going to work. Yeah. I, okay. So I'm 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 I was trying to confirm what a butte is. Right. And uh, it is. It's okay. It's the it's below your uh, lower back. Yeah, yeah. That it. Yep. There it is. <laughs> you poop from it, silly. It's it's for the pooping. 
<laughs> it's for the poop. <laughs> um, no, the buttes are these. Um, they're they're. It's less of a hill. I mean, it is on a hill a lot of times, but it's also then like has a sheer rock face. Oh, and then, okay. And then uh, like a flat top. Um, okay, it does have. Okay, I had a, yeah because I had like a plateau in my head. Yeah. I mean, it has a plateau on top of it. <laughs> right, right. It's it is it is yeah okay that's that's basically what I. Have what is the difference head. between a plateau, a mesa, and a butte? Sorry, I'm getting into. Are you getting Are you getting educational? I'm getting educational right now. I'm not. Oh, I'm man. not going to talk. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, <laughs> it, it. It seems like mesas are bigger. That's. That's basically it. Is that the only difference? <laughs> That's the main Why difference. Why do they just call it a big butte? <laughs> I like big buttes and I cannot lie. <laughs> well, kind of opened myself up for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really see how that could have gone any differently now that I think of it. Um, all right. When Master Chief right. walks in, I get sprung. Um <laughs> We're just we're just slamming out the fucking t-shirt ideas. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening. Tell us what t-shirts you desire. What t-shirts do you desire? So what do you think so far of this book? <laughs> I um I'm enjoying it. It is it is a pretty um it's a quick ride. Uh yeah. and it's fun. It's got a lot of good action and that kind of thing. It's not as well written, I think, as uh the fall of reach so no. far, but the fall of reach had a lot more, uh, whereas the fall of reach had a lot more intellectual stuff to go through and, yeah. and, and kind of heavier sciencey stuff to go through. Whereas this seems to be just straight up fighting and killing. Yeah. There, there's uh, a lot of, awesome. there's a lot of fighting and killing. It's, um, yeah. it, it's your basic, you know, war book, war novel. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it, this could have been written by, uh, this, this could have been written by Tom Clancy and uh... right. Right. <laughs> yeah. We had the, the fall of reach. It was like Heinlein. Yeah. And uh, th- this is, this is more kind of, yeah. Clancy, you know, yeah. Modern, you know, airport kind of, uh, yeah, you're... Just, again, I don't, I don't want to, I want to poo poo it. It's, no, it's no, great. It's great. But it, uh, uh, but so far through the first, the prologue and, and uh, the first couple chapters here, um, it doesn't, um, it doesn't have a lot of those moments of uh emotional depth that I would say right. that you get in Fall of Reach. Um, but as an action, straight up action novel, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It is. It is. I think the thing for me that is surprising uh is that whereas. Uh, and I think it's good. I think it's good that we're expanding the POV a little bit sure. in this book. Um, but we spent so much time with the last book, seeing the world from John's point of view. Right. Um, and he, he's not really in it all that much. He, There's not a lot of depth for what he's doing. He's just killing. He's, he's and, just killing. He just shows up in random places. He's just yeah. kind of fighting his way through. At this point in the book, all he's doing is trying to um, get back to like some other um, to, to some other unit. You know, he's he's on right. his own at the moment. Right. It's interesting. It's uh, it's 
and and that might change as we go. Sure. Um, but I think part of that comes from the fact that this already has this has source material to follow. Right. This has a this has a video game to follow. Um, so you're just kind of and and if you only told it from the point of view of the main character, you know, from the from Master Chief's point of view, uh, like the video game, it would be like a hundred pages long, tops. <laughs> yeah. So you have to flesh it out, and I really appreciate. I that appreciate doing the that. flushing the flushing out. <laughs> I would like I I do hope though that in future chapters and as we go that we're going to get a little more introspective stuff from uh, Master Chief because I found that really really interesting. Sure. Uh, and I'd like to see more. Of yeah, that, that was so. that was fingers crossed. That was some good stuff in uh, in Fall of Reach when we started getting some cracks in the uh, All American Boy. Uh. Right, right. <laughs> Captain Captain America, yeah. you know, underneath behind the shield, behind the know, shield. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I totally agree. I I, I fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, but honestly, still a, a solid book. Just just fun. You know, this is this is this is a you know. This is beach reading. This is toilet reading. This is, you know, this is a good time. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. Uh, join us next week in which we dive further and into the flood. We get we get lost in the flood. Ooh. Oh, um, the flood. Uh, if you can, please share us on your social media. Um, please. Please. Really helps. Rate us five stars on Apple. Um, subscribe to us if you if you aren't for some reason. I don't know why you wouldn't be if you're listening to this. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, and this could be a first gonna... episode. I don't know. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. Give you're us a give us, sampling. Give us a follow. Um, give us a follow and uh, tell your friends about us because yeah. it really does help. Uh, we get that we get that extra growth when when yeah. when you tell our tell your friends about us. So, yeah. The more people we have following us and, and rating us and, and listening in general, uh, the faster you're going to get, uh, uh, you know, the merchandise that we have promised uh, several times. The sooner you, we yeah. have that level of following, the sooner you'll get a Yeah Yep Lives t-shirt. <laughs> and I know that's what you want. You really want the Yeah Yep Lives. I need, I need that bumper sticker on my car. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that'll about do it. Good night, everybody. Good night. Yeah, yeah, Blues.